This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. If you ask most people what kind of car they think they are, they might say a Mercedes or a Ferrari, a BMW, or even a Mini Cooper. This show is the equivalent of a 1972 Chevy Nova with a dented fender and an oil leak with one hubcap lovingly on loan from Grandma's Dodge Dart. In other words, this is Funny People Talking. Hola, I'm Diana Yanez. I'm creator of Latina Christmas Special and one of the writers and actors in the show. And I would rather be bathing in a bathtub full of cockroaches than listen to funny people talking. My name's Maria Russell, and I'm one of the stars and one of the writers of the Latina Christmas Special. And I would rather be licking skin tags and cutting them than listen to funny people talking. Hi, I'm Sandra Valls. I'm an actor, comic singer. I'm also the co-writer and a co-star of Latina Christmas Special. And I would rather be f***ed by 100 camels than listen to funny people talking. Hey, everybody, and welcome to what really is kind of our holiday special. Uh, and you'll discover why in just a moment. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Rako. Welcome to Funny People Talking. I'm so damn excited. This is going to be really fun. The strange thing is, is there's one less person in the studio than normal, which I'll explain. But there's actually a lot of people in the studio. Um, <laughs> and you just heard some of them. Uh, unfortunately, our good friend and co-host, Daniel Beckman, is not here with us. However, she sent this message. Hey, everyone. This is your co-host, Daniel Beckman. I just wanted to say thank you so much for one year of listenership. I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a year. Clink, clink, Elsie and Mark. Um, thank you for just such a great year of funny, of laughter, of amazing conversations, of improv games, and of course, end of show food on Funny People Talking. Um, I'm just honored to be a co-host on the show and so excited for what 2020 has in store. So cheers, clink your glasses together for one year and a very happy holidays. Sending you all lots of love from your nerdy host, Danielle. We miss you, Danielle. Happy holidays. But I also am very fortunate because as per usual, back in the studio with us is our good friend and our Amazing producer, Elsie. Hi, Elsie. Hi. How are you today? I'm fine. You are? Mm -hmm. are, are you Are you <laughs> like awesome? Are you fine? Are you sucky? I yeah. mean, I know you said fine, but... No, you... I, I want to tell my story. Okay, so tell your story. This is a licking subway floor story. Of it's... course it is. <laughs> yeah, because I've been inspired to tell it. Naturally. This is true, though. Mm. So um, I was on the <laughs> C train coming from Brooklyn into the city. The C train, C for cockroach? Oh. The... Yeah, sure. So then um, <laughs> there were these kids who were partying and stuff, and they all had these big cups, you know, the red cups. Yeah. That you, you know. And um, they were standing up, and they were pretty wasted. And so they spilled it, and they were all yelling at each other because they were wasting the booze, and one of the kids leaned down and sucked all the liquor off the floor. Oh. That is a true story. Really? Well, that is a, we'll never really know why he got sick. We'll never know the actual cause of why. Yeah, he but got he sick. They, and then when he did it, another kid was like, "Oh, well, I want to be popular," and everyone laughed at me. So they 
And no. so the two of them were just <laughs> slurping it oh off the floor. Oh my god, that's desperate. Even in my most most desperate college days, yeah. I never licked a subway um, floor. Subway floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were no I want to say the wasted. minute I said I never licked, one of our guests just went, ooh, what's going to come after that? <laughs> so um, so anyway, anyway, that's my – that's what I want to Well, thank you for sharing. There, I was inspired, so. Yes. Well, welcome, <laughs> welcome to our holiday special, it's everybody. Good <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good to see you, Elsie. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to have a great show. Uh, with us in the studio as you hear all of this cackling uh, on, on the mics are the three stars of – the amazing show that we can't wait to hear all about. It is called the Latina Christmas Special. Woo! And I, I, I got to look at the trailer, the <laughs> somewhat voluminous trailer. It's like a you know full-serving trailer of the show. And I have to say, it's pretty damn impressive what you guys have put together. And I can't wait to hear all about you. And, uh, and I want to point out that one of them is wearing... A, a a a fur a coat with a big. Fur. She looks like she stepped off the plane from Russia. Yeah, shunka. Like yes, <laughs> white a white shunka and and her what? She just like she is dressed to the. She's got her leather pants on. She's she's a whole presentation. And it's so, white. Um, tried to warn you. Didn't it's, it's white. It's white. I know. So, um, that poor albino mink. No. <laughs> uh, all kidding aside, so. welcome to all of you. So could you just go round robin and just say each of your names just so we can hear your voice. And connect it to your name. Hi, Sandra Valls here. Hello, Diana Yanez. Hi, Maria Russell. All right. Thank you. We're so excited all of you are here. Oh, One big combined you. voice. Oh, and we have to mention, honorably mention our peanut gallery. Yes, we have a peanut gallery. Brenda? <laughs> Brenda is in our peanut gallery. Brenda friend. Lee. Brenda Lee. From, sorry, Brenda Lee in, our, like in the background. So if you hear a disembodied laugh in the background, she just can't help herself. So <laughs> uh, welcome. All right. So we're getting started with a great show. We've got a great show ahead. We are going to do a round of movie reviews uh, from Elsie, who uh, gets to review the movie even though she hasn't seen it. <laughs> and uh, then I have uh, a little story that I want to talk to you about, uh, about uh, why do we have to do a survey every time we're asked? No matter what we do, they want to know how they're doing. It's a lot yeah. of pressure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about that. And, of course, our usual tribute to Tina Fey. And uh, a brand new game on this show called Changing Scenery that is going to be uh, perfect for the three of you. Uh, we're going to play an improv game. And, Yay. of course, we'll find out all about you in the Latina Christmas special. And, of course, a very, very special edition of End of Show Food. Elsie tells me. She's something particularly different, different in yeah. store. So all of that is coming up right after this. But first, yeah. I have a question for you. Since Danielle is not here. I don't have a nerd tip. That's okay. I do have a question for you, though, though. When, I have a question for you, though, though. <laughs> like I don't know why I said to those. Right. So, uh, Elsie, I did notice when you came in. Oh, boy. You were eating... An incredibly huge. Hey, oh. Oh, hey, oh, oh. See what you start. I'd know. rather do a nude tip. <laughs> you were you were eating an incredibly huge uh, bratwurst. Yeah, it was just piled with sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm serious. Like I think the sauerkraut was a good solid six inches 
high piled on top of that broth first. Yeah. I've never seen you walk in here actually eating food, number one. I've never seen you walk in here eating something that involved. Yeah. And you just... I, I turned back and it was gone in two seconds. Yeah. So I need to understand what is going on with the broth first. Well, you don't know me very well, first of all. Apparently. I don't really like to tell you about myself because it's none of your business. Um, <laughs> but um, I like food a lot. Well, and, I know that. And, and I and I have a wide variety of things that I like. The list of stuff I don't like is very small. And... Um, I hadn't eaten this since this morning, and I had to scarf it down. So there's all those Christmas markets out there, and they have these booths, and that's what I chose. It was the most bang for my buck, and I had waffle, like, you know, just... How, how much does a bratwurst and six inches high of sauerkraut run you at a Christmas booth? It was a dollar an inch. <laughs> so that's she a, spent $30. Yes. <laughs> okay. All at once. Yeah. I don't know why I've suddenly gotten very uncomfortable with this conversation. I know I started it. I'm telling you, you should let me do a nerd tip. All right. Do you have a nerd tip? No. Well, then I'm not going to do it. All right. Let me think. Hang on. Okay. Um, And in three, two, one. Hey, Mark. Yeah? Give me a tip. Just the tip. Nerd tip. Ooh. (laughs) See what I did there? No. You're the nerd. Could you tell me to start the show? Start the show already. <laughs> From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. All right, everybody, we're here, funny people talking. We are here with the stars of the incredible theatrical presentation in New York City called the Latina Christmas Special. So excited hey, to learn hi. more. But first, mm. uh, I got I to gotta tell you, uh, yesterday I had a, a – I, I don't remember what it was. I had to talk to oh, Apple or something like that. It seems like every time you turn around – have you noticed this? No matter what you do, no matter who you call, you call your insurance, you call Apple, you get a certain – you do this, you do this. They go, oh, by the way, would you mind uh, – can we uh, give you a one-minute survey when we're done? Mm-hmm. And, I, 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 and, and I'm like, why am I telling them – so like you, let's say you called a complaint mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to tell them the great job they did com- – handling your complaint <laughs> mm-hmm. I, what has business come to these days i'm not ranting I, i'm i'm opening up to a discussion oh. what has business come to these days that they are so desperate for attention that they need to be coddled and told that we love them it's called yelp yeah <laughs> yelp has ruined everything has well, yelp ruined in a good everything? way and in a bad way though why yeah. do you think yelp think. Has, has ruined everything no i'm kidding for for businesses because people who run their businesses say they hate it because what happens is, like, let's just say, I would never complain, actually, because I'm not a complainer, unless warranted. I'm talking okay. about like a oh, business, right. yeah, you're not, not like these a... girls. Okay, God. no businesses. <laughs> Always I cockroaches. Feel bad, even if they did something like not, I oh can't. no, not me. I'll I know. I, that's I what I'm saying. Them. But then here's the thing. I feel guilt because the person that's asking you to fill out the survey. Oh. 
they I don't know if this is acting or not, but they kind of make it seem like it's going to really affect their yeah. like job, their job, perf- yes, their job their, performance their, report, yeah. job review. So, yeah, it's like, and I hope you you enjoyed how I handled your your problem, blah blah blah, and you know, be sure to to score me high. And I'm like, okay. And so what I often do is I score them high, and then the part where they give you the opportunity to to get <gasps> describe things, oh, I yeah. let them know. Why I called and why I'm mad at the company, not them. Oh, that's, you know? that's a good oh, one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is very good. Now, that's are you nice. willing to give feedback just to get a free Whopper at Burger King or something like that? You know, no, like only they Pollo Loco. <laughs> well, but I was just using them as an example. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, are you willing to give feedback and be rewarded for it, or do you prefer to just give feedback because you really have something to say? Can you conjure feedback? I only give positive free? feedback. There is actually a study. That I that I read about that people who are satisfied normally don't really give that much feedback unless they're really satisfied. People who are not satisfied give that feedback where it was horrible. However, people who are not satisfied but to help them and then they were like, oh, thank you for fixing it. Those are the people that give way more feedback like, you know, this is horrible, but Mary helped me and you all are great. So the satisfied people aren't really talking. They just assume, all right, everything's fine. It's the the ones that are not satisfied. You get what I'm saying? It's very rare. I make it a conscious effort. If I really like, like, say, an Uber driver or somebody like extra, Mm -hmm. then I'll take the extra five minutes and say, this guy was really great. We had great conversations, whatever. But... Other than that, you know, I rate them all five. And then, like, my driver, Omar, who was on the phone the whole time and was like, his car reeked of, like, he had, like, ten hanging trees yesterday. Uh, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm like, this kid's probably trying to make a buck, whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just gave him a five. Oh, no, I will say something. Come I will on. say something, and I will also give reviews in exchange for free stuff. Oh, you will? I'm just going to Good to know. You would say tell that. on Omar? She's all quid pro. Oh, yes, I will. Oh, I My thing with the Omar is with all those hanging, smelly things. With all those Christmas the, yeah, deodorants. People with allergies and asthma attacks. Well, then they're those the ones are that are going to complain bad. to Omar. They've, yeah, they've, that's bad to have all that stuff. So if I, I can save that. I a little lenient. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, happening. now she's backpedaling. Well, I guess a little, <laughs> I was just thinking about my driver the other day. Well, now but, I know how to get things from you. I'm like, oh, would you like a uh, quesadilla? <laughs> if, if you give me, if you make me this, so you're like, okay. Is great. Feedback. Feedback. I'm going to feed you back so you can give me something. <laughs> exactly. That's why something it's called this feedback. Okay. Oh. All right. No worries. We all wore See, hats. Isn't this that whole, This whole Uber it's rating thing, by the way, to me bothers me because I don't understand why because the Uber driver gave me precisely the exact service that I paid mm-hmm. for and expected. Uh-huh. I now have to reward him with a certain number of stars. If I fail to rate him. I don't want to do that extra work mm-hmm. beyond the money that I paid and possibly the tip that I generously gave. Well, we live I, in a world where everyone wants a reward and everyone wants a trophy, which, you know, there is a book called saying. Punished by Rewards. And I really don't like it when all the kids get a trophy or all the kids get every one thing just for participation. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to learn that there are things that, you know, you're going to lose sometimes and, hey, you're going to have to deal with it. Not everyone gets a trophy. Exactly. Right? But now everyone wants to be rewarded. You got Even with children, you got to do, that's a great job. No one told me I did a great job by stopping at a stoplight. That's what I'm supposed to right. do. Can you imagine? It's Wouldn't ridiculous. That be the greatest? It's... Or like a preschool graduation. What? Right. Oh, yeah. oh there's I... graduation. With, with robes, with gowns. That's lame. Everybody Sorry. wants a like. Everybody wants, and I think on the same topic, we love society... Sandra.com. Do, do, <laughs> do you know, 
<laughs> you know what I honestly That's believe? That's my it? website. What? Those... <laughs> Why are you saying that? Is that really what it is? WeLoveSandra.com. <laughs> That's my... Yeah. Were you... Just do you know, said do you know what's happening right now, Sandra? No. You're getting, you're getting feedback on your website. <laughs> oh, my God. SandraVals.com was taken. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that everybody wants a reward. Everybody wants... <laughs> oh, listen. Are you okay you, with that? I was interrupted by it. They all love me. That's the truth. <laughs> everybody wants a love. Everybody wants, like, a like. Like, they, they want to we be rewarded Sandra. for com. things that you're like, you know, I will, but damn. Not... For things that are that you're supposed to do, that anyway. you're supposed to be doing anyway, which you know. You think they're engineering us how we're supposed to feel about them by making us say it out loud, basically that we liked it. But Listen, I think people do more complaining than not. Well, be because I'll tell honest. you why. That was my next point. Before I we think left Sandra.com. bigger. Com- I think that's what it's opened opened the floor to do is like complain about every single thing. Where sometimes I read the reviews on Yelp about something, I'm like, Are you freaking kidding right. me? Like the smallest things, I'm like, who is this Nidia Sanasha Hall? Yeah. Well, because people Biatch. now, people who were always opinionated and complainers, now feel the need to, and a platform like mm-hmm. Amazon, every the reviews I read about the stupidest product, the longest paragraph about mm-hmm. the tiniest thing is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. People feel entitled to give their opinion, and mostly, like I said, they give negative yeah. opinions. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, well, we um, love Sandra.com. Stop saying it. <laughs> Well, uh, it's a joke. It's uh, a funny people talking here. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> you were so funny just now. <laughs> okay, so uh, speaking of feedback and uh, yes. reviews, this this is a great a transition and segue to our next segment. After you all leave today, we'll be sending you an email. Yes, from Survey Monkey. How you guys did? And How did you like being on our show? <laughs> And what we what we will reward you in is with quesadillas. So like, really? No. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's great to 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 see like reviews of your show, yes. reviews of movies. It helps us figure out whether to see them. Yeah, but but that's some people also are subjective. just yeah. Some people are so intuitive that they can already figure. Haven't you ever seen a like a like a, 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 a description for a movie or a play? Or, mm-hmm. And you already got to figure it out. You're like, I already know what this is going to be. I mm-hmm. got to figure it out. Well, no one's better than that at that than Elsie, mm-hmm. who's able to do pretty extensive movie reviews without actually seeing the movie. So uh, this is uh, our special feature, which is Elsie does movie reviews without seeing them. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna describe the movie as it's described, and then Elsie's gonna tell us what it was about. So uh, the first one is called Invisible Life, which uh, starts in theaters on December 20th, and we're recording this before December 20th, just to be clear. And uh, this is the description, Elsie, uh, Rio de Janeiro, 1950. Okay, Eurydice, 18, and Guida, or Guida, or whatever, 20. Eurydice oh, and Guida. Gu- Gu- I'm sorry, it is Guida. It's not. Yeah, but Eurydice. Eurydice, yeah. yeah. Eurydice, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, having the correct pronunciation of that was key. 18, and so. Guida, 20. Our two res- uh, inseparable sisters living at home with their conservative parents. Although immersed in a traditional life, each one nourishes a dream. Eurydice of becoming a renowned pianist. 
and Guida of finding true love. In a dramatic turn, they are separated by their father and forced to live apart. They take control of their separate uh, destinies while never giving up hope of finding each other. A tropical melodrama from the director of Madame Seto. Seta, whatever it is. <laughs> I can't read it. So, Invisible Life, tell us how that was, Elsie. The dollars for this movie were also invisible. Oh. Meaning, meaning what? This movie is not going to make a whole lot of money. Oh, I see. Why, why is that? Because it's just not going to appeal to peop- the masses. It's very specific, and it, it has too many um, possible problems, like a story that no one cares about. <laughs> That's usually a problem. <laughs> it's not holiday fair. No? No. You don't get into tropical melodramas for but, the holidays? But seriously, two sisters, problems... Rio, 50s, father, who cares? Yeah, Eurydice. And Guida. Yeah. So. Or Gouda. No, that's a cheese. I know. So, uh, so, so thumbs down on this one? Yeah, this one doesn't do it. All right. Number two of three that we're going to do, it's called Hell on the Border. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know, right? This epic action packed Western tells the incredible true story of Bass Reeves, the first black marshal in the Wild West, having escaped from slavery after the Civil War. He arrives in Arkansas seeking a job with the law, but to prove himself, he must hunt down a deadly outlaw with the help of a grizzled journeyman. As he chases the criminal deeper into the Cherokee Nation, Reeves must not only dodge bullets, but severe discrimination in hopes of earning his star and cement his place as a cowboy legend. So hell on the border. How the hell was Starring that? who? You got to say that. David Gaiasi, Frank Grillo, and Ron Perlman. Oh, I like Frank Grillo. I don't even know who that is, honestly. He's like the yeah. Italian kind of... yeah. Frank, Beefy. Stalo- Frank Stallone. Beefy. Oh, Italian. Marie's <laughs> acting it out instead of saying it. Yes. Marie is. She's like, <laughs> she, is. she looks Italian or constipated. I'm not yeah. sure which one it is. It's a podcast. So, just kidding. I'm right Elsie. <laughs> You're acting yeah. it out. She's like, she's like, I just want to make sure the truth gets out there. <laughs> this movie is um, definitely a. a Good one for those who like the true story angle uh, with a little Hollywood thrown in for the action, you know, how Hollywood makes up the rest of the story kind of deal. The cast is pretty decent. And uh, well, we can't go wrong. And with it's Ron, not Ron and it's not something that's been done before. So it's it's something that people are going to be intrigued about. Mm-hmm. And uh, mostly the guys and the girls who like the action and adventure stuff and the girls that are going to go there to impress the guys and make them think they're interested if they're even if they're not. Um so it'll it'll do pretty okay. But uh but it's going to do even better when it comes out on uh Netflix and uh <laughs> DVD and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh last one. It's called Scandalous: The Untold Story of the National Enquirer. Mm. And and by the way, I should mention that the poster says sex, drugs, and UFOs. <laughs> So, Scandalous, the untold story of the National Enquirer, sex, gossip, 
Scandal for over 60 years, the National Enquirer has pumped out salacious, shocking stories, stretching the limits of journalism and blurring the lens between truth and fiction. Scandalous is the sensational true story of the most infamous tabloid in U.S. history, a wild, probing look at how one newspaper's prescient grasp of its readers' darkest curiosities led it to a massive profits and influence. And it goes on and on. And it's a documentary, of course. One hour and 37 minutes. So scandalous, the untold story of the National Enquirer. Elsie. Yeah, um, people love those kinds of words and topics. Um, (laughs) Even if it's a documentary, they're going to go for it just with the hope of seeing something sleazy um, or wacky or, you know, underground. It's going to be a sleeper hit mostly because people aren't going to want to spend the money. Who cares if that's on the big screen or not? But it's going to make a lot of money and be like a cult kind of thing. And what did you think of it? I like documentaries, but it's not really my taste of thing. But since I am a movie reviewer of things I've never seen, don't think that matters. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's uh, movie reviews from Elsie who didn't see the movie. Yeah. I just th- – that's my opinion though as far as the masses go. I think <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a sleeper hit cult favorite and uh, live on. All right. Yeah. Much like you. Sure. I, I don't know what that meant. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Elsie, for that. Okay. Uh, one quick piece of housekeeping before we move on with our improv game, and that is every episode uh, we do a, a salute, a tribute, an appeal to the comedy gods in the hopes that someday, somehow – the great and powerful Tina Fey will make her way onto these microphones, do oh, a yeah. drive-by, send us a postcard, Aww. anything <laughs> that she will do. FaceTime. Uh, FaceTime. We'll yeah, take it. We'll take it. It's just a matter of touching a little piece of heaven. Uh, and so <laughs> what we do is we pray to the comedy gods. <laughs> You're more than welcome to join in if you wish. But uh, Elsie and I must do this as a matter of continuity. <laughs> uh, so I will lead off and feel free to join in if you're so inclined. Oh, comedy guys, please Tina, bring us Tina Fey. Bring it to her. So we don't, don't do care how anymore. it is. Anything is really fine. Nice if you could just reach out, have your manager do it. The holidays. Like cool. Please, this tiny little that gift way, for us, it would be a life changer. This, we love you, episode. Tina Fey. Amen. Uh, would you like me to call her for you? I'm just kidding. I, Sorry. <laughs> I know that was really cruel. No, no you know what? One of our guests one time made up a story that we totally bought into that he knew Tina Fey's mom and had worked with her. And I was all ready to sort of like, you know, well, it'd be so amazing if you never know, blah, blah, blah. And after it's over, do you really know her mom? No, I made that up. And I was so... I, I was so a combination of in admiration for the way he sold it mm-hmm. and really irritated him for leaving us out like that. I do have something to t- share with you, though. Yeah, you're, you're separated from Tina Fey by two degrees because actually my best friend, Kurt, as we mm-hmm. all know, right? He is a cameraman and he was hired to work at a, on a casting. It's not his normal thing. And uh, the casting was for a Tina Fey show. And Tina Fey came in, and he worked the entire day saying nothing, mm-hmm. doing his job, but Tina Fey oh, was there with that's... the other people. And he said she was a – she seemed like a really lovely, professional, great person to work with. So there I bet. Thank, thank you. you know, I, 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 well, I'm not going to get into it now. We've talked about it before the show, but I have five instances in which I came very, very close to working with Tina. I did actually – was on the set of 30 Rock when mm-hmm. we were shooting and, and, and did see – I was this far away from her as mm-hmm. I am with you. 
but we've not actually like interacted. done interacted That's and, pretty and close. it comes so close I, it's one of my it's gonna happen. hosts of of a show that we do on this network uh um they she and Tina Fey shared a nanny and it's like there's just so many like it's just meant to be yeah. so all we can do is put it out to the universe anyway that's what that's about yeah all right thank you for indulging us yeah. as we we do our our bit of business you're right there, over there i'll see yeah all right so uh let's play how about a little improv okay yeah, yeah. i love it all right so this game is called changing scenery and the idea is that you perform a scene that you make up on the spot okay but the other people that are not involved in the scene shout out styles of theater for you to perform the scene. And oh. you must, as a group, because you will play this as a group, and Elsie and I will do one, and then we'll demonstrate, if you will, and then you will do one. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that as we call out changes in style, you all adjust to that, and the scene is now in that style of theater. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. just got to roll with it. And then the scene will conclude when you feel it comes to its natural end. Does that make sense? Diana yes, loves yeah. improv. She's an improv I know. In goddess. fact, may I please remind <laughs> my co-stars here? It's yes and. Okay. Why are you looking yes at me? And. I, 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 yes, you specifically. <laughs> so, so, okay. I would like to yeah, point but... out. <laughs> but I would like to point out that, that that she made an adjustment earlier very willingly. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you with my fellow sisters here. Uh, all right. So uh, what we need from you to do the scene is to tell us what the scene is about. What is uh, something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, somehow. Uh, you gave your uh, sick mother the wrong medication. You gave her a yeah, uh, a um, s s laxative instead of the oh. aspirin she requested. Okay. Because they look exactly alike. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the key here is don't throw out the styles every 10 seconds. Give us a little bit of time to get through the scene. Sure. But whenever it makes sense, throw out some style of theater. Uh, and... Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So um, what is this medication? What is this? What did you give mother? This is not an analgesic. Look at the, what this what this bottle says. What does that say? Laxative. That's right. It says laxative. <laughs> what has this family come to? Musical theater. When you give someone an L-A-X-I-T-I-V... He can't spell anymore. It's laxative. We don't spell. It's laxative for when you don't feel well. Shakespeare. It's laxative from Anon. And father, you shall go to find comfort. Forsooth, why hath thy given thy mother laxative to ingest orally? Oh. <laughs> oh, mother, my mother, my mother, you shall forever suffer. But Burlesque. <laughs> what? <laughs> Aren't you uh, worried it's going to give her diarrhea of the mouth? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you come over here and taste some of this laxative? Cause -na 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 -na. it's coming off. <laughs> Drama it's coming off. Because I, I don't, I don't, I just don't think I, I can. I can't handle it. 
It's, it's too much. It is too much. I think you just push her down the stairs. Romantic comedy. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Pushing me down the stairs. Are you my but mother? I <laughs> I am your mother. Mommy dearest. <laughs> no one why I hang us for you, honey. <laughs> You're cute. That's You wanna fall in love? Uh, sure, email me. Downtown about it. experimental. <laughs> Look, cockroaches, I love all of oh. them. Why don't they marry me? They could marry me. And then police. And now Western. Hey there, cowboy. Now <laughs> <laughs> listen here, a... partner. I'm gonna I'm gonna take three steps to the left. And then you're going to draw whatever it is you got there at your side there, and I'm going to shoot you between the eyes before you pull it out. But what if I uh, throw in a horse and some extra laxatives for your mom? Latino theater. <laughs> hmm. Hello, <laughs> muchacho. Ay, coño. <laughs> And see, that's it. Very good. High five, Elsie. Yeah. All right. Well done. Thank you very much. All right. So that that is a that is a poorly executed version of what the game is. All right. So Elsie, would you like to offer the ladies a something that has gone wrong? No. What happened? Um, (laughs) The plumber left, and he didn't check to make sure the toilet worked first, and it doesn't. There you go. All right. So you can just start off the scene and we'll throw it out. And if, if you're honest, if no one is sure of this, what the style is, like how to execute it, just do your best. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, Maria, Sandra, we, I just gave the plumber $400 to fix the toilet and he didn't fix the toilet. What was he doing? Well, were you complaining? Because that's usually what you do. Oh, well. Uh, ladies, ladies, can we stop this? I really have to go. Does it work or does it not work? Well, I'm going to complain about you going to the bathroom right now. Horror film. Well, listen, Sandra. What? What? Horror. Horror? Horror. Oh, wait. God, no. There's poo-poo all over. I'm wait. sorry, but it just came out. I knew it was you, Sandra. Wait, wait, wait a minute. It's it's moving. No. Ah! Oh, my it's God. It's growing. There are cockroaches in the poo-poo. Tennessee ah. Williams. <gasps> well, sure is hot now that we don't have any... Uh, any toilet, no air conditioning. You know something? When I was a little girl, my childhood was full of memories of using the outhouse in a beautiful field of daisies. And I remember walking all the way at night under the starry sky. Oh, you stop talking to- about your gardens. You never stop talking about your gardens. I know. Well, at least- I'm sick of you talking about your gardens. Look. Let's talk about my gardens. Daddy always knew I was the favorite child. No. I'm sorry if Daddy didn't give you gardens. That's not your daddy. He never told you the truth. <laughs> uh- Mary Melodies. Mary Melodies cartoon style. Oh. That's not a style of theater, but what I like it, it anyway. I'm Mary calling it. Wait a minute. Let me hit you with this hammer. Boing. Ow! It's not my fault the plumber left without fixing the toilet. Well, let's get him back here. Hey, Marco! Why don't you come back here, plumber? 
Look, the poop is dancing. <laughs> Poetry slam. <laughs> I feel like oh. I've asked for the plumber mm. to come down mm. and fix my toilet. Because you wanted a hummer. That's right. My plumber was supposed to bring me a hummer. <laughs> because poop is coming out of my bummer. Yeah. Rogers and Hammerstein. Oh. Hello, my poopy. Hello, my darling. Hello, my poopentine. My plumber is so handsome. I want to give him a dime. Dance interlude. You're my sweetheart when you take a poop. This dance scene is so long. It's so long and it belongs in this musical anyway. Because Rogers and Hammerstein always write serious pieces. Suspense. That have very long suspense. Alfred Hitchcock style. <gasps> Wait a minute. What was that? Did you hear that? It no. sounded like a toilet flushing. <gasps> oh, no, it's Mother. She's come back. No, please. No, no. no this is what go. happens when we don't get the toilet fixed. You go. Okay, you go okay, her. okay. You guys come with me. I'm not going anywhere. Well... <gasps> But oh, I'm sorry, yes, Mary. and Latina I'm going, Christmas special. <laughs> Put up in the toilet. What? Maria? Maria, did you do that? Maria? I know. It's because I was breastfed for five years. What? You heard me. Five years. Unbelievable. Oh Not really. A toast. Yes. To... A toast. To toilets at work. And toilets at work. And scene. Thank you very much. That was perfect. That was great. Well done. Well done. <laughs> All right, we are going to take a very quick break. When we come back, it's going to be all about these three incredible women and their incredible show, The Latina Christmas Special. Right after this on Funny People Talking, we will be right back. Why? 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 I remember now. This is Funny People Talking. This is a message from Chris Catan for Mark, Danielle, and Elsie. Funny People Talking podcast equals one year old as holidays arrive. Hosts Mark, Danielle, and cantankerous producer Elsie shared one year of stories. Comedians, entertainers, amazing people who all have funny in common, improvising and tasting weird foods. Congrats. I'm Chris Catan. All right, everybody, welcome back to Funny People Talking. Hi, Elsie. Hi. Uh, how you doing over there, Brenda? All right, Brenda's doing good. All right, uh, we are here. Wait. What? That wasn't your full name. Brenda Lee. Yeah. All right, Elsie, thanks for bringing the show to a screeching halt, let me tell you. <laughs> that was nice yeah, of right. yes. it, was very, nice. it was thoughtful. Points. It was thoughtful. Points. Elsie's very thoughtful. Points with Brenda Lee. No, 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 Brenda Lee, I'm sorry about that. So, Sandra, Diana, Maria, the Latina Christmas special. Uh, Let's start out with what the hell that is and why it exists and why you decided 
this is something we need to now do. This is this is going to be a focus of our life or one of the focuses of our lives. Every Christmas. Every Christmas. <laughs> and and I'd also like to know how how many years have you been doing this? Five years. Actually, this will be our sixth Six. year. Congratulations. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Um, and the Soho Playhouse in New York. Yes. It's yeah. not really just like a crappy little place to go. I mean, that's like a real no, thing. So, that so that's a be. big deal. So, yeah. um, So my question is, first, like I said, why does this exist? How did it happen? But the second part of the question is, doing it for now six years, how has the feeling of sort of why you do it changed mm-hmm. from the first time you did it to now being six years in? Yeah. Well, I'll start by describing how it happened. I was uh, – so I had done a one-woman show that was pretty successful. I was I was very happy with called Viva la Evolución, and the experience was fantastic. I was telling personal stories and using my skill as a comedian because I also do stand-up is that comedy. Your, is that mostly your thing? Are you a comedian, writer, actor? What, what, what's what's oh, the primary God. drive? Uh I think of myself as a storyteller, um, okay. but I, I definitely um, – I came from sketch comedy. I ended up doing um, uh, com- comedic songs, and I toured with Margaret Cho. Wow. Uh, really? It was uh, one of her opening acts. And Congratulations. Then I came to New- Thank really you so cool. much. I came to New York and did some shows here. But then afterwards, I started to work uh, on my own on stand-up comedy. And it was actually Sandra, strangely, rounds – you know, the, the circle com- becomes complete – I was doing stand-up comedy, and Sandra was uh, producing a show called um, uh, Drama, Drama Queens, Drama right? Queens. Uh-huh. Drama Queens, where she was asking for people to present 15 minutes of a one-person show. And she said, you know, you, your, your stuff sounds like a one-person show. Anyway, I don't want to make it all about that, but oh, we, we, I won that. You won the I won the contest, oh. and the, the, wow. the prize was you got this, the theater for a night to do your one-woman show, which I hadn't written. So I wrote it. But I made it. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just go. Just, Aww, and I wrote it. And it. that. So I really am grateful to her because that ended up coming to the New York Fringe Festival and I won the solo award with that show that I had never done before. Anyway. That's Spirit, the Soho. That's awesome. Uh-huh. At, at the Soho at the Playhouse, Soho coincidentally. Playhouse. So what <laughs> happened was that I had such a great experience doing it. But what I did discover was that it's very lonely when you're doing a one-person show. And what I enjoyed about it was that I basically took the stories that I told all, all the time at dinner parties with friends and family. And I love when people tell me their personal stories. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, let's try it again. And I suggested we do three women. And I picked a theme, Latinas, and I picked Christmas. And then I thought, okay, who do I use? Who do I use? Who do I use? These two bitches hadn't met each other, but I had worked with them. Did they know they were bitches yet? Or? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, Maria knew she batches. was batches. Batches. Not batches. No, I said bitch. And so, so, but in a, in a loving way. So um, I knew Sandra from stand-up comedy. I knew uh, Maria because we were in a comedy group together called yeah. The Unprotected Six, which was a, a lot of fun as well. But so they were two very, very funny women. And and I thought we really balanced each other, mm-hmm. you know, because we are very different women mm-hmm. as well and different his- heritages as well. So um, Sandra said yes right away. Now, she's a great writer. And she's And she's done a lot of solo work. Maria was a character actor. And she when I told her, can you do this with me? She said no. She said, no way. I'm not going up there. I'm not going to play myself and I'm not going to tell my own stories by myself on stage. So what happened was that. I'm sorry. Before you go on, Diana, may I ask you, Maria, <laughs> what, where did the. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. What, go ahead. 
Why? I want to hear. I know. I, I really yeah, want to know what your trepidation was. I respect your position, <laughs> but I'm saying. So I'm an actress. I work in, in TV and film. So hiding behind the characters is very comfortable for me because it's not really me, you know. But to be able to be so vulnerable and raw and real and be myself and tell people the truth mm-hmm. about me <laughs> And to people, no. That's, by the way, that's exactly how she sounded exactly. when I when I was when I told her on the phone. I, I, I told her, I go, oh Diana, I go, I love you, and I'm so honored, and and I'm so like flattered, but I can't. And then we had same we have coach, the same coach, and she goes, oh no, you're doing it. Yeah, I I told our coach Suzanne Morris, who's fantastic. If you're in LA and you need a good great coach, she's wonderful. She's amazing. And so we had the same coach, and I told her, I said, yeah, I asked Maria, but she turned me down, and she said, oh, she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. Let me talk to her. That's a quote. That's exactly what she said. And so awesome. she told me, you're gonna do it. So the the show hadn't been written. We we didn't have a, a show. Uh, we didn't have anything written down. You did. Uh, did you know what the show was going to be yet? Uh, I thought of it as three mini one woman shows. Um, that's how it started. And having done the one person show, I kind of knew what I was looking for. We helped each other with our. With I'm our sorry. Stories. Did you already know that the premise of the show was going to be, and now it was filling the people, or were you building a show around the opportunity to work with these two? I had thought it would be three three many one woman shows, and as we were developing it, we were also developing how it's presented. Uh-huh. So we kind of developed that together, and then one originally when we first did it, and it just did well right away from the moment we said we're going to do this, we we filled up theaters. It was the in between. We thought what typically happens and actually still happens between us is we are drinking. And we'll start telling each other stories and we start to one up each other with, oh, you think that's funny? Let me tell you what my mom did. Mm -hmm. And so we took that that sort of feeling and our director, Jeffrey Rivas, who came in later, also had us improvise some things so that we could work it out. But we basically started to write the in-between, the thing that holds the whole show together, which is that we're three women who get together and... Coincidentally, we all three were going through different things when we started working on this. So it really came together that it was very organic, exactly very similar to how we really are together. Mm -hmm. This past year, we started experimenting with we had tried to do it with the audience, not not seeing the audience there, like being in Sandra's apartment and making it theatrical in the sense that we were not aware of the audience. We turned it around this year, I mean, actually this past year, and we went, let's see what happens if we include the audience, because our audiences get so into it. Mm-hmm. I Is mean, your audience start... primarily uh, Hispanic? Uh, there, no. uh, there's a Hispanic American <sighs> contingent, but there's a lot of uh, ev- there's a lot of diversity. I would say that anybody who's ever had a parent <laughs> can relate to this show. Which is many of us. Exactly. And we get a lot of people from different backgrounds because we're first generation American. The three of us are American, but our parents are immigrants. And a lot of the people that get the show or really enjoy the show have immigrants in their parents or their grandparents. And they they really appreciate what we're talking about, which is what it's like to live with. This is our country. We watch the same shows. We saw White Christmas. We watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We saw all those specials. But our home life 
our home Christmases were completely different. <laughs> so it's it's a lot about that. So we developed the show. We turned it around. We started talking to the audience, and it just went through the roof because all of a sudden, these <clears throat> we were getting people shouting out stuff. Remember when we were first doing oh, it? Yeah. People would be like, be like, oh, don't forget this. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget these ladies screaming out, don't forget to mention the avocado salad. Yes. I was just like, what? I'm 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 working. <laughs> I'm on stage, you know, and, and well, because uh, we talk about oh, no food way. and she's like, you know, my family, Diana, and we all go, we had this. And then, yeah, the ladies were like, oh, and also this. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I know. At one point, Sandra unzipped the, the, fourth, the, wall. the fourth wall and she opened the, the fourth <laughs> wall and she went, this is live. I can hear you. And she closed it again. It was because they were talking. <laughs> they kept talking as if they were there with us at this party. So we said, you know what? Instead let's of, include them. Instead of trying to ignore yeah. them, let's let's include them. And it just it made everybody just go, oh, like this is their party. This is their They're party. All in Next level. Room. Next yeah. level. Very, very interesting. So how did that change your comedic approach once you had the people involved? Did it make it into a lot more improv? Did it uh you know, did it throw you? how how did it change the show? Once, because once you invited it and said it's okay, I would imagine you're going to get more people doing it. Oh, strangely, it's been the opposite. Oh, I yeah. think they're they're um, more on the spot. But we we comment. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I um, I'm a stand up comic. We all are, but I do stand up very regularly. I tour a lot. When you look at people in the face and you have a conversation with people in the face, that's how it changes. Rather than looking off yonder in the horizon doing your monologue about your life and blah 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 blah. I mean, when you look around and actually include them, surprisingly, yeah, they're way much more like, oh, yeah, they listen because you're looking at them in the face. Mm-hmm. A one or two people are like, yeah, that's right, girl. Like, yeah, of course, <laughs> that's right. Like the other night, I'm like, thank you, you know, whatever. But it's, it's for me, it's a normal, natural thing to, to take people in and look around and, and it feels more at home for me. Mm-hmm. That I'm still telling the story, but it it actually looks like yeah. we're telling it fresh for the like first time. Like with Aunt So and So is there yes. or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. just feels like it's not a, a monologue that's memorized. It feels like to me, even listening to you all yeah. on stage yeah. and myself too, that it's coming at the at the time I'm saying it. It's, it it yeah. flows better, way better when we include the people. It just yeah. it's more conversational. It's not mm-hmm. so theatrical, which I yes. love because our stories are very touching and yeah. very personal. Mm-hmm. There should be, like, I'm talking to you right now. How has the interaction from the audience added content to the show that you've kept? Uh, if uh, at all. Well, I, I was just about to say that we're kind of a hybrid, I would say, between theater and stand-up, because it almost feels like stand-up to a certain degree. The audience, you know, it hasn't really changed the show. We have, uh, now in New York, it's going to be interesting. We have an army of fans now mm-hmm. in, in LA and they come back again and again and again. Repeat customers. Yeah, is they, this your first time in New York? This yes. is our first time. It's our wow. off-Broadway wow. premiere. So yeah, off-Broadway premiere. It, so it's it's very exciting and we're going to see how the uh, New York audiences react. We expect that it'll be similar but we're aware of the fact that they may not laugh at the same places. They may, you know, we're, we're going to make that adjustment. Uh, but... I'll never forget the time we did the show in January this past year. Mm -hmm. And there was some guy who had seen the show a bunch of times. And Sanders started to tell a part of her joke. And the guy started laughing before Sandra 
had finished Aww. the joke. And he was just, and he was like one of those l- slow clapping laughers, yeah, like, yeah, like, ha, when he ha, ha. And, are you uh, talking about Will? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My and, Will? And uh, she called him a perv, right? Did you say uh, socio or something? Because I was about to say the punchline and he went, he said something, I forget what it was, and I go, not like that, cochino. Yeah, which <laughs> means where we were going, which, oh, yeah. whatever, it means you perv. Uh, and he just cracked up laughing. But in and a sweet way. Laughed. Not I'm, like of course, perv. in a sweet way. But I didn't know it was him. It was it him? Oh, wow. I think Yeah, well, was. you just said, ha. like, that's Will. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. It was Will. They just interrupt us. Not as bad. I mean, I think yeah. it's, it's... We've started to get to know, as you can see, our audience by their names. Our like, fans. They, and a they lot of them are flying to see us. I have, yeah. like, 40-something wow. people coming out. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, now, wow. I have a question for you. Yeah. Given That's awesome. I'm sorry. I said that's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Each of you probably has your own favorite moment in the show. Because I know as an actor yeah. uh, so that that there are those moments that you say, oh, I'm coming up to this fun moment or, mm. you know, this is always a great – this is one of the things I look forward to every show and I hate when it's over. Mm. So for each of you, what is a moment in the show, if you're willing to talk about it, that you savor? What if uh, there's well, more than five? There's so many. I mean, <laughs> what, do I, what do I do? I know what I love about their pieces. Well, first of all, Whenever we're all together, I always laugh. I mean, when we're when we're when we're not doing our monologues, and you know, those laughs are genuine. Yeah. And um, uh, Maria, I love when you, and I've never seen your face do it because you're always turned away from me when you do this. Is when you're you ask your mom if she's happy for you, and oh, I she watch it. and, and, and she starts yeah. to like she's nodding, but she's like crying, nodding, and she goes, "Yes, I'm happy." No, I'm not happy. And it's very funny the way she switches between the two. And uh-huh. I don't even see you when I'm laughing. It's it's very good. That's and nice. then Sandra, you have a bunch of them, but you know, and, and also our show has changed through the years. We've always tried to perfect it. I think we're finally at, at a good point with the script where we really are happy. But I love um th- there's multiple in yours, but one of the things I really love is when you do Santa. Uh, talking Meet to Rudolph. yeah, talking to the, her Mexican Santa. Yes. Talking to Rudolph is very good. I know you always laugh at that. I'm like, it's I good. It. It's I love it. I love that we still laugh at this. Is we still really genuinely yes, laugh it's at so, our pieces it's weird. every time the same thing comes up. We laugh even if we don't change it. Uh, I love the dancing parts. Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite too. Oh, yeah, that's. Good. I love when Diana does her mom. <laughs> I when know. You do your mom's look out, looks out the window. I genuinely can't stop laughing. Yes. That whole thing and other Remember, invitations. I thought about cutting it in these two. No, like, yeah. You no, better not cut that. Not cut I shit on the shit. Yeah. What? Yeah, don't cut that. <laughs> no. And Maria, of course, with like all your faces, your the one where you say, um, what's the one? Jeroni, Jeroni. And she becomes her mom looking for her dad. Just yeah. the way her 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 physicalization, I'm like, oh, here's the funny part. Oh, there's a lot of moments. There's a yeah. lot of physical uh, comedy in the show it too. Uh, it's not just what we're saying; it's how we're physically, yeah. you know, doing these things. Is this a musical in a way, also? No, uh, no. There are, there are two. There's a there's a song at the end, and there's uh, some dance numbers. Short two dance, dance numbers. I'm singing my set in my my there, part because I'm also an amazing because right? well, I play piano. Thank you. Oh. Um, and I and I say how I played piano growing up, and and how I taught myself how to play, and 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 this is what I would do, and mm-hmm. my moments of whatever. And so I do play a little bit, and then I play at the end a really good serious song. But 
So we incorporate everything. We have like mm-hmm. Maria is a dancer, an amazing salsa dancer. Mm-hmm. So we incorporated in my fantasy dancing with a hot girl. So I dance with Maria. And I'm trained, but I also all my growing up, all my idols were all the girl groups with the sexy yes, ones. And so like uh-huh. Apollonia, really? Mary Jane Girls. Who was in there? And she was in she the was audience. There. I like was fangirling. So I was like, I was you when I was seven. Like I played her. <laughs> That's the, the, the what's her name from the Mary Jane Girls? Maxie. And Maxie now makes cookies which are divine. Yeah, the, oh, I, did you taste puff. those cookies? I, no, I brought them with me. I'm sorry. Oh, Mary Jane Girls? my God. In my house. Wow. My house. <laughs> Candy man. Yeah. Ooh. We've had a lot of celebrities come over the years. A lot. Yeah. That's, that's cool. What's one of your most favorite celebrity moments? Oh, it has to be when we met Alfred Molina. That was oh, I didn't meet Alfred Molina. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he, she wasn't Perry there. Gilpin. Perry Gilpin is fantastic. Sharon Glass. Sharon Glass is a huge cool. fan of ours, and I yeah. was a huge wow. fan of Cagney and Lacey. But Sharon Glass adores us. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. me. She's amazing. <laughs> and now you've met Elsie. So, and now, of course, Elsie. She hasn't come see the show. But, so. I was getting there. But she's going to give coming, us a review right? about seeing the yeah, show. Absolutely. I'm, I want yeah. um, What's your review of the show in advance of seeing it? Oh, Ooh. it's a spectacular. Ooh, tell us, it's a spectacular. <laughs> uh, it's not special. It's spectacular. <laughs> but Latina Christmas special is also important because we didn't grow up with that representation, like Diana was mentioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We grew up with, you know, Donnie and Marie and the Bob Hope, and none of us grew up with brown people. I know I look super pale, but I'm brown, uh, representing us, especially not even women, Latinas, Latinos in general. But we, Diana was like, we have to do something for us, too, to represent and how diverse we are as a community and how talented we are as a people and brilliant and and powerful and very present and especially in the nowadays where people get a skewed idea or you know about who latinos are i think it's so important to represent not only women latinos but the lgbtqia plus community with yeah. my piece is like me growing up gay in laredo texas mexican catholic um it's our show is so we represent a little bit of everybody. Yeah. So, like yeah. so multi-layered and multi-leveled that it that it's it's so important, especially mm-hmm. in the climate of the world today. Yeah, if I can just tag on to that for a quick second. Even Latinos, when you think of Latinos as a community or Hispanic Americans, depending on what part of the country you come from, you have differences. So I'm Cuban American. Mm-hmm. It's totally different from Mexican American. And these two girls are Mexican American. You're half Mexican and half from different parts of the country. Well, so what happens obviously. is people come to the show and let's say we had we had someone from Guatemala there. They're like, oh, I didn't realize like we're not it, they're different countries. So they're different styles, but mm-hmm. they didn't realize how similar there. There's a lot of similarities. We've had a chi- Chinese Americans come and my my good friend Toy, who's Chinese American, came to the show and she said, wow, I didn't realize how Latin my family is. Like it's because <laughs> yeah. it's the stories are it's kind of it kind of opens you up to going, oh, yeah, yeah. we all have mm-hmm. stressful families. <laughs> and that is the beauty that you. Yeah, we're representing Latina women, LGBTQIA. But the human experience, the personal human, exactly, experience is universal. And the beautiful thing about our play, sorry, show, about our show, is that there's comedy, there's beauty, there's laughter, and there's pain, but there's beauty and and growth and hope in that pain. There's faith, Hmm. there's, the song I sing is about finding the miracle and holiness and everything at the end, which is very important. There is that human bond that bonds us all together, that we're all going through something, 
but we're in this together and we're gonna pull through. And it's such a beautiful statement for the holidays, especially when people are feeling a whole bunch of emotions in the holidays. Amazing. Yeah. I have, I have one final question for you. And I would talk to you for three more hours if, if we had it, honestly. I really do feel like we should just go off for cocktails sometime just to hang. Yeah, for I sure. Just, I just think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come to our right? show. We uh, drink done. in the show. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk specifically about humor. Okay. And your understanding as Latina women who – is there a specific – sense of humor if you will that 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 comes through that specific culture that may make your show its own thing just because it reflects that particular sense of humor mm-hmm. uh that's something we haven't really talked about on this show much is how a, a specific culture mm-hmm. has its own slight bend of humor it's its own you unique way of presenting things because of the flows of the language naturally allow certain inflections or mm-hmm. you know the ways of talking about it. so so my question is is can you talk about that and as as an additional part of that question is that something you've thought about in what the show is mm-hmm. well i think it's you know i'm speaking about my mom is that She's she came to California she when she was 13, but her values are very much Latino. Everything is very heightened, you know, as far as humor goes. It's it's very over dramatic, the top, kind of, over yes. the top. Like, hi, Maria, when I leave, you know, yeah. to anyone. Like when I came, you should see the videos. When I came here, it's the first time that I've gone anywhere on she's my gonna own admit it she's gonna on admit my it. own yeah she's on saying my it. own because that's because that's what happens when you when a thing. latino has an only child this is what happens <laughs> so she my mom was like cry she's like oh she was gonna miss you so no much. say it like she said it i'm muddy oh, <laughs> no really she wanted to take my luggage because oh. i only brought six pieces of luggage oh my god so. please don't get her started you only brought so- i don't own six pieces of luggage <laughs> So it's very, it's very heightened and it's very, very loving and yeah. food is love. Love is food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, tamales make everything better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would say also that, I mean, <laughs> when I write, when I write uh, comedy, I always look for the truth. And I think that people, people are surprised by the truth mm. and when they, and, and so they hear it and it's a surprise, but the truth they they know it's true and it connects. So I think our audiences, and not just the Hispanic American audience, mm-hmm. the other the rest of the audience goes, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, there's a rhythm. I, I can't I can't say because I only know the one rhythm I have, which is my own my my rhythm with with comedy, with how I write comedy. But I always look for the truth. That that to me is I think what people. Here's here's an, another thing. And I noticed this at our last show in Pasadena. We were sold out, and it was like a crazy. We always they, sell there out was that. a, but this was like crazy, like big. I know. And one seventy-six. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and so I was thinking that um, I was thinking that they're so excited to see themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of it, and that in that sense, we're lucky. Mm-hmm. We're lucky that we happen to be talking about something that people don't get to hear very often. Mm. A lot of the audience is so thrilled to hear someone on stage talking about what Christmas is like for them in their homes mm. that they're just uh 
they they kind of love us already, and in that mm -hmm. sense, we have been taking advantage of them. Hope. But it is it is um, yes, it is. It's not something for me that I think of. But there's a familiarity of language, of Spanglish, of inflection, like, ay, Maria. I already know where that comes from because I lived it, and it's funny as hell to me. I know exactly what you mean by if your mother goes, ay, Maria. I'm like, oh, my God, here comes the drama, the mm -hmm. telenovela. Yes, it is very cultural. <laughs> and the humor in our show, uh, you know how when you see something of other cultures like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm -hmm. and you, you can, I can relate to that because we're also very exaggeratedly, but I can relate to it from the outside that I'm like, that is hysterical the way they react, the vocal inflections, the words that they use. But when you are part of that culture, there is an extra amount of mm. humor where you're like, so it, people laugh because it's a familiar uh, thing and it's Uncle a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I yeah. and I go, that's exactly. funny. I, I, I just did that Italian, by I the way. It. I realized and you did the Italian, so and I could laugh at that as, an, as, as, a, as, a, as a foreigner basically on the outside, but if I was Italian or if you were like Mexican or Latino like us, there is a funny thing. I could just, there are words that sound funny in Spanish that me and Maria would just keep repeating like the word. Cotorro. Oh my God, the other day she, we were just sitting down, Maria goes, Cotorro. And I'm like, oh, that's a fucking it means funny parrot. word. And it, it's a parrot. It's but, a cotorra. Cotorro. No, cotorro. Oh, really? There's difference. Okay. Well, there's a, it's a gendered language. But she said the word, and I laughed my ass off that's out of the amazing. blue. Because, I, because the word is a funny word, even though it means parrot. And I even said, remember you guys, I said, I feel sorry for people that don't speak Spanish or that aren't. I know. Like in the dad. culture, because it won't be funny to them. My, my partner and I always yell, she's Puerto Rican. We, we, say different kind of words and we're like that's hilarious who says that we say that and we recognize that it's a funny word I can't explain it I hope you, I'm explaining it you right. my favorite Spanish word is what is sorry. it ciega bombero bombero what does word. that mean fireman. it's fireman there you go Fire but I love person. that it's bombero mine is prepucio what's that oh, mean oh Jesus that's gross do you know what it you know what it means what does it is mean is it what I think it means oh yeah Ew. I don't even know what it means. Is that what I think it I, means, Maria? I, I really? Was I was joking. I looked in the Spanish dictionary. I go, okay, tell me when it stopped. And I said, and it was like, and I'm like, ew. So I made a joke and I told my friend to go order tacos de prepucio. <laughs> Wait, so what, know is what it means. And they what were like, go to our skin. I had no idea. <laughs> My parents Ugh. never said that word. No, which, I didn't. I looked at the skin. Which is funny because I honestly was going to guess sphincter or something. <laughs> I thought you were so going to say close. taint. So I thought close. you were going to say taint. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's close. Yes, and that's a funny region. word. What, sphincter? Yeah. That's a funny word. In the bottom region. below. That's disgusting. All right. One last quickie question. Have you guys ever considered bringing someone from the audience on stage does that ever happen such mm -hmm. as like an honorary latina for for the night uh, no. uh we don't have enough time gotcha. the, the i yeah. would just dance on people when i know and my here's thing. The, here's the reason why <clears throat> and correct me if i'm wrong diana correct me if i'm wrong here's the reason why our show is so well thought we we oh, have developed tight. the show yeah. in that these words flow with a rhythm of comedy and a rhythm of how and the timing with all of us, it looks like we're just talking out of our yeah. ass, but we're not. No, it's it is a show. It is well written. Yeah. It is it flows. It's timed. There's no way that Isn't it's that one of these improv of like mm -mm. the greatest things about doing theater to me is just what you're talking about there, Sandra, and that is the audience feels like so you'd spend weeks or months or years years, years. developing. 
a, a something that is executed exactly a certain way. Mm-hmm. It is so engineered mm-hmm. and so skillfully done mm-hmm. so that the audience simultaneously, several hundred or thousands of people have an involuntary emotional reaction at the exact same time mm-hmm. that feels like it was just for them. Aww. Because and, and it was just for them. Isn't that an amazing them. thing it, to it accomplish? Really is. Because it was just for them. And yes. even though, and, and I'll tag on to that, even though it is the same words in every show, the experience is never the same. Never the same. experience Different is unique. The you can come on a Friday yes. and yeah. the show is a certain kind of way. <clears throat> and on yep. a Monday, the show is like same show, but it's a different connection with that audience. It's like right. making love to the same partner. That's right. It's the same, but it's different. There's a yeah. different mood. There's a different time of day. There's a different energy. energy. There's that's a different it. everything. And it's a beautiful but well, that's the joy Exchange. of live. Mm-hmm. That's so how do people connect with this show and come see it, um, find out about it and follow it and all those things? So Well, we have it? a website, Latina Christmas Special, where you can find out. Lots dot com? Of, yeah, dot com. Latina Christmas Special mm-hmm. dot com. You can see more about us and so on and so forth. But there's a ticket link there that takes you to the site where the tickets are. But mm-hmm. also, if you happen to know Soho Playhouse, SohoPlayhouse.com. You can also go through there and find the find the tickets. It's going very, very well. And yeah. we, uh, we'll, I will warn you that because we know this from L.A., maybe at the beginning when people don't quite know about us yet, it's going to be just going to be you can still get seats. Uh, the moment that it starts to really kick ass and people kablam. know it's kablam, Goodbye. and then people yeah. are pissed that they didn't get their yeah. tickets Correct. in time. And it's I a great gift you. too for the for the holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'm going to go round robin here. How do people follow you guys on social, uh, Sandra? Well, of course, we love Sandra.com. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> of course. Uh, I uh, Facebook Sandra Valls, Instagram Sandra Valls zero one. Yeah. Sorry, Mo. At one. Diana Yanis Show. And that's the same one all across. Huh. Awesome. <laughs> of course. Diana show. Yanis Show. And Maria? Yes. Um, Maria and Russell.com. And on Instagram, my handle is Maria and Russell. And on the Facebook, I am Maria Russell. And on the Twitter, I am Maria Russell. And the show itself, how do people find it on? Latina. Oh, at Latina Christmas Special on Instagram and at Latina Christmas on Twitter. Awesome. On Twitter. El Twitter. <clears throat> well, the, this show isn't okay. over yet, but I just want to use this moment to say thank you so much for sharing so much of yourselves oh, with us. Thank you. Uh, what a joy. Uh, I can't wait to just keep the conversation going some other time and uh, can't wait to see what you guys accomplish. I can't wait for the Latina Easter special. So, Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Next. Oh, right. wow. We need the another 10 years. Of Jesus. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, speaking of parties and food and everything like that, uh, <gasps> oh, just one quick break, and then we'll be back with end of show food right after this. Yay, Yay. food. Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you. Glorious food. It is the end of the show, and that means it's time for end of show food. And here's what that means. Elsie, usually what happens is Elsie scours the countryside, checks online. She she talks, she goes to stores, everything like that. And she finds amazing snacks or food or drinks or whatever for us to try. And uh, the rule is this. 
She will explain what it is. She will pass it out to you. You will wait to eat it. And then she likes to count down. So we all do it at the same time, have the same experience together. And then each of us will in turn rate it back to the reviews on a scale of chickens. So uh, chicken is is part of our, our identity here. And so the rubber chicken and all that. So it's a scale of chicken. So you can make up your own scale. So your scale could be 668 chickens. So this is a 528 out of 668 chickens. You have your own scale. Uh, and what we will do is uh, my understanding from Elsie, she didn't explain anything, but we have multiple versions of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, this is that's the all, different thing that that's, never happened. That's all I was told. And so forever. what we will do is do a sort of lightning rating system where you will rate each one separately okay so okay. uh in the interest of time we're going to sort of we're speed through this out. but today is unusual because elsie although she is the conduit through which this has arrived she did not actually supply this one yeah fill us in elsie well the kind kind people at wisps w-h-i-s-p-s sent us this holiday amazing mm. quartet of flavor. So we have Asiago and pepper jack cheese crisps. We have mm. tomato basil cheese crisps. Mm. We have cheddar cheese crisps. Mm. And we have Parmesan cheese crisps. Mm. And, and these are only bagel? made out of cheese. Pom- cheese. Just have you ever have you ever had these? No, no, no. Um, my, my understanding is these are off the charts, amazing, ridiculous. So I'm gonna open them all at once because we are having time sensitivities. All right, <laughs> rip those open. So, so we're gonna taste them so, each. Yeah, we're gonna have a little bit each, but if you want to grab a handful afterwards and because you're addicted to it, that's fine. Okay. All right. So first, we're gonna do. I'm just gonna let's see. I'll try to do it from. Basic to f- most flavors, so we have the cleansing of the palate kind of action going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So Cleanse my we're gonna palate. do the cheddar cheese first. Cheddar so cheese. remember, these are literally other than whatever little flavors are added to it. These are literally just Ooh. cheese. Oh, nice! It's just queso. It's just no cheese, and then whatever oh, additional cheese. flavor I that see. makes it you. unique. And yes. so. Um, all right, don't put it in Thank your mouth you. yet. So don't, don't put it in your mouth so yet. So this is just chives? This is literally just cheese Chisel. with thank you, Elsie. So, so these look like you know when you have like grilled cheese and yes. a little cheese gets on the side on the pan and mm. then it sort of overcooks a little bit and it becomes a little yes. little wafer. That's what we're talking about here. It smells amazing. Which one is this, Elsie? This, this is one, cheddar. 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 Just cheddar? cheddar. Yeah, cheddar, cheddar. Just straight okay, up. Ready? All right, one, two, three, go. ASMR. Mm, a gazillion chickens. Wow. Oh, I love it. Mm. Wow, okay. Actually, I tasted more Sandra, as you're chewing it. How many chickens? Mm. Mm. 800 chickens. Out of? Wow. Out of 1,000. 800 mm. out of 1,000. Why the deduction? They're a little sharp. Oh, a little so strong? Good. They're a little sharp. Sharp. It's mm. very, um. it's just it's cheese. It's hard cheese. It. Okay. Mm. Diana? I would also say 800 out of 1,000 chickens. Okay. It's good. Um, it's definitely good, but I have a feeling I might like one of the other flavors better. Okay. Maria? Um, a, a million, you said. This is, this is, Maria's all about this. I love that. I'd give it 950 out of 1,000. Okay. Strong. But I agree that I, I feel like there's there's opportunity for growth here. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I Ooh, love interesting. Elsie, do you have a rating like for this one? 
Mm, what flavor is this? Thank you. This next one. Thank you. If you were rating for the cheddar, Elsie. 72 out of 72. 72 out of 72. Thank you. Now, which one, which one is this now? I'm taking my seats. Okay, Elsie's getting back So on this seat. next one is the Parmesan um, cheese crisps. Okay, Parmesan cheese crisps. Ready? One, two, three, go. Mm. Excuse me, that was my job. Mm. 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 Now, these are puffier. Mm-hmm. They, they feel more like a cracker. Mm. They're Not a little a sh- whiter, a little bit. Mm. Mm. I like these. These are good. Well, I give it 900 it, out of 1,000. Oh, my oh, gosh. She went up. keep taking it out of my mouth. Diana as well. First, Diana, she, he's going round <laughs> robin. How, how do we do on this one? 900 out of 1,000. I give this six chickens out of 10. Six out of 10. This is not nah. as, not your favorite. No. Because it's stuck. The, 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 the. It's a, it's a podcast, Maria, remember? It's a podcast. Yeah, Why yeah. are you acting? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that fully explained it. So. Doesn't oh, explain oh, it all. I, Maria I, said because it's got. <laughs> I give this one a nine out of 10. Yeah, These 900 are... out of 1,000. Oh, I give it um, 71 and a half out of 72 because I like the the, the texture of this one better, but it wasn't as flavorful. Gotcha. All right, here we go. Okay. Right. You're supposed to be last. All right, so this is tomato basil. Is that right, Elsie? Yeah. Tomato, tomato basil, basil flavor wisps. Mm. Again, thank you to the amazing people at Wisps who were so kind yeah, enough to send you. these over. Hey, they're just great people. I mean, they're really great, actually. Thank you. To tell you tomato the basil. All right. Yeah, Ready? overall, these are just amazing. Mm. Ready, go. Go. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Winner. I think this is we the winner. winner so far. I mean, the other ones are good, too. Mm. This is just really this is special. delicious. Mm. No, this yeah. is a thousand, oh, a thousand this is delicious. This is like grandma sauce to me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like a yeah. Pasta, mm. like this. There's like it a pasta sauce. meal in your mouth right now. <clears throat> right, right, right. Savory. Right. Savory. 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 A thousand out of a thousand chickens. Gallinas. Diana. 1,100 out of 1,000. 1,100 out of 1,000. Chickens. A million out of a million. Wow. 72 out of 72. Yep, 120 out of 120. This was a perfect score. Yeah, these are... This was a perfect, mm-hmm. perfect score. So Tomato, basil, way to go, one. Wisp. And these right. ones are... And did you purposely oh, wow. give them to us this way? And so this is this the last of the Thank four you. flavors that we have. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> Sandra got a puffy one there. No, but look at all my puffy ones. And these are Asiago. Excuse me. You're in public. <laughs> he means You're very wisps. inappropriate. He okay. means Asiago wisps, pepper jack cheese crisps. This one is an Asiago pepper jack cheese. All right. Ready? One, it's spicy. two, three. One, two, three, go. Mmm. Mm. You know what's interesting? When I bite into it, I don't taste it as much as after I've been chewing. It seems like it's something that you have to be. Don't you notice the flavor mm. comes in more yeah. after? This one builds on you. This one builds. Mm-hmm. Because this one's a puffier wisp. <laughs> Look at it. It's I like this one a lot, it's too. Louder. Mine has a Am little blood on it. No, no. This must it's be a pepper. <laughs> I don't think the people at Wisp would appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They gave it blood. to a comedian. A pepper, I'm sorry. I, I love this one, but I would I would put hummus on this one. Mm. Wouldn't you? Like this it's is... like a little hummusy. Interesting. Like I would dip it in something. Mm-hmm. Like it would almost take the edge off a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's hardier, but yeah. ooh, this 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 yeah, does build. You get a little, you get that pepper jack uh, I really coming like... back to you. Yeah, yeah. That's why it needs a little bland, like yeah. a little. I dig hummus. it. I did a little if milk you, chaser. If you could see me, I'm like scooping invisible hummus. That's right. <laughs> with my right okay. hand. Maria learned from that. <laughs> I think, did you see how she described that, Maria? That's right. <laughs> okay. You know. um, so uh, let's go around and rate these real quick here. I would Sandra. say uh, I would go back to 800 out of 1,000 chickens. 
My right out of Diana's name? mouth? 800 out of 1,000? We must have the exact same taste. That 800 out of 1,000 chickens. Well, you know, yeah. I, Maria. I don't want to Well, it's the same taste, but I'm going eight chickens out of 10 chickens. Eight That's what, 10 exactly chickens. Exactly like us. Say, I know. Maria. But I'm using different numbers because I want to be OG. Uh, of course you are. 71 and a half out of 72. So pretty close to perfect, but yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give this one a 70 out of 72. I'm just going to yeah. go in your... All use right. your, your. So now I got to ask, um, what was everyone's favorite? Basil. Basil. I had a feeling, yeah. Unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous, yeah. Listen, Wes, you... If you, you guys want more, you can have more, too. I, okay, so yeah. overall, I think we agree, in general, these wisps, these wisps are freaking amazing. They are yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're very so, original, too. And it's um, nice to have something different. You know really what is. I was thinking? Because I don't like salads just by themselves. I need crunchy stuff. Well, yeah. How many oh, they, carbs? I would put that <gasps> on a salad. Completely put it on a salad. There's carbs. There's hardly any. Well, it's they're also gluten free, right? Yeah, that is so. It's cheese, so Maria. That is so amazing. Oh my God, Wisp, I love you. So uh, there you go, everybody. So thank you, everyone at Wisp. Yeah, thank you, and Elsie. Thank you very much for that. Um, what a great way to end a great show. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy go see, holidays. Go see the Latina Christmas special. Woo! Absolutely. Uh, and Sandra, Diana, Maria, I just want to say thank you to all of you for being here. Thank it was so you. wonderful And to the to peanut gallery. And Brenda Lee. Um, thank you so much. And thank you again to Wisps. Uh, what a great show. And uh, Break Lake. Thank guys, you for having Lake. us. Yeah. Thank We're you. Looking uh, forward to and get your tickets now because you're going to be sad if you don't. <laughs> Danielle, we miss you. Elsie, thank you very much. Sure. Uh, and thank you, everybody, <laughs> yeah, hey, for listening. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. We love all of you and appreciate you listening. It really means the world to us. Real quick, I also want to say thank you very much to our guests for bringing us these amazing special VIP shot glasses, yeah. all wrapped up in glittery bows. And... And a headshot, (laughs) which they will autograph before they leave. Um, That's it, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. That's it? That's the end of the show? Boy, oh, boy, what a crock. This was Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Connect.